Today's episode is sponsored by Dansoft Gamers. Dansoft Gamers is the leading distributor of video games and other consumer gadgets like the podcast microphone sets, ring lights, headphones, and affordable smartwatches, and many other cool gadgets. For these and more, visit their website at www.dansoftgamers.co. That is www.dansoftgamers.co. For me, I had a different perspective of tattoos, like tattoo or, or, or like things like that. Like you even, yeah. like this, not even discouraged, but just a taboo like that. It's not, yeah. that is, that's like, bad. Don't do it. Yeah, don't do it. But um, I remember there's a time in my workplace uh, when I used to work in government, there was like a random conversation about tattoos. I remember this lady, I'll never forget it. She said that a tattoo, she said tattoos are the gateway for the devil into your soul. I was like, what? Mujebale, Mujebale, Mujebale. My name is Bane Kibuka, and welcome to another episode of the Ugandan Gold Talk Show. First of all, I want to say you're the first person that I've hosted in Uganda that comes here right on time. Every time, like <laughs> somebody, somebody comes in like ten minutes late or thirty minutes late, or even they'll say, "Oh, this or this," but I appreciate that. Yeah, it's it's a vice we have as a country. I yeah. I can't stand it. I can't. I <laughs> I try to value other people's time so that maybe they'll value mine as well. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, welcome to my podcast. I'm so honored and to have you here. I've, I've, I would say I've always wanted to have you, but then when somebody recommended you that they wanted to have you, and then that's when I reached out to you like to see if uh, this is something you'd be interested in. Thank you. Thank you. I'm, I'm happy to be here. The introduction I'll do to my listeners, and I'm going to ask you to do another one because I'll just say whatever I know about it. Uh, so for the listeners who listen to the Ugandan Boy Talk Show today, I'm honored to have Fiona. Uh, she's a content creator, a YouTuber on her YouTube channel, Fiona Kemi. And she's also a co-host on the Unpopular Opinion, which we're going to discuss about today, ask her some questions about that. But yeah, um, once again, I can't stop welcoming you. So welcome here. Thank you. Thank you, Bonnie. I really appreciate the invite, first of all. Mm-hmm. Um, it's always cool to just uh, connect with other creatives. Honestly, I, I love to be able to create with other connect uh, to connect with other creatives. So thank you for having me. Um, would you like me to do an intro of myself or yeah, just say whatever you, what what you do, just what just what you do, like in okay. line of what I've mentioned, just that. Okay, cool. Um, so as you said, I am a content creator. That's probably my main thing. Although I have, uh, my. Well, I have my hands in a couple of different yeah. pots. Um, I also do moderation on the side, moderation of events. Um, I also work in communications at a youth NGO. Um, what else? I do a couple of things, but I okay. think those are my my bigger things, my bigger things. And um, yeah, I think um, the unpopular opinion is a big part of what I do. Okay. Um, our YouTube channel, which is a year old now yay yeah (laughs) yeah that's one of the i think the more recent things that i've added to my list of jobs Mm -hmm. um so yeah that's that's pretty much what i do 
I am Ugandan. I'm 32. I'm a sister, a friend, a daughter, and I love I love movies. Okay. I love food. Even though I hate to cook. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, and I uh, I think what I really want to do in this life is travel. So yeah, okay. that's the summary. So uh, you touched on a few things that I'm, I'm going to ask you later on. Uh, they're going to come back up. Um, but yeah, that's a cool introduction for the people tuning in, for the people listening. Um, oh yeah, this is a pre-recorded, so it's not live. So I'm just going to put it out there. Um, so you said you, you do Unpeople Opinion, your content creator. Um, how do you go about... And this this wasn't on my plan. It's just something that comes up, and that's why I like about talking. Like sometimes when I listen to somebody, that's how I run my conversation. So when I say my podcast, I would plan like I'm gonna host Kemi. I'm gonna write questions. I'm gonna ask her a plan. But I found myself um, looking at the plan more than listening to the person. So like in my head, I'm like, oh, what question am I gonna ask next? What question am I gonna? So like I don't listen to what the person is saying. I'm just focusing on. What am I going to ask next? So mm -hmm. a certain period of time, I stopped like doing that. I just want to have like a freestyle conversation. So I come in, then I build the conversation while we talk, because that gives me an opportunity to listen to you and respond back. But me, naturally, I'm a person who prepares and takes notes. So I can't, I try to struggle between that. But how do you go about yours? Like when you're going to do something like, let's say, you're going to speak somewhere, you're going to do an popular opinion, which you know, yeah. I don't want to go in details because I'm going to ask you about the opinion, but just your preparation. How do you go about it? Um, so definitely I plan uh, for sure. I think that, um, for example, when we were starting the unpopular opinion, we really didn't know how to do all of that stuff. It was really just like a passion project. We want to do this. Let's jump in. Uh -huh. And we found that those first couple of episodes were really difficult because we were not planning. Um, I think that maybe the misconception is that if you plan you won't have an organic conversation and that's not true that's what, what planning helps you do is to be able to identify those areas you know because you could sit and have a conversation and forget things that you really actually should talk about you know some really important things that you want out there um maybe if you're hosting an expert you really want to touch the areas that people want to learn about so planning is an absolute must i think um, you'd be hard pressed to find a creative who is, um, you know, thriving in their field that doesn't plan. It's, right. it's so important. I think um, it just helps you not to miss out those really, really important things. And like you said, because you're having a conversation, sometimes new stuff comes up, which is great. So then you can just, you know, pick out from those things that are coming up and continue to have, you know, something more you know, something even bigger than what you planned or more interesting or more detailed, but the plan helps you have like a basis, you know, just have like literally a place to start from. And then you can just build off of it like you would in a, yeah. in a regular conversation. Yeah. So in everything I plan, whether it's, whether it's hosting people or it's um, just even content itself, because content is such a, it's a full-time job. I don't have to tell you, you know, yeah. it's, it's a job. You have to um, keep, your page active so you mm -hmm. have to have all this content going out constantly and yeah. you can't create it every day so you have to have a plan uh you have to batch create you know create a batch of things and then schedule them planning is <laughs> it's a must that, we have to do that, it that is, that is true and i agree with what you said about uh missing out things because like 
so for some episodes, and I'll admit this for the listeners, and they know I've said it. Some of them will be like, oh, I'm just going to come in and we just do a freestyle, which I was trying to adopt to that. But I found myself, like you mentioned, listening to it later on. I was like, oh, I should have asked him this. I should have asked her this. But I did not because he didn't have it down. But here, when I have it down, I'm like, at the end, I'll look at my list. Oh, yeah, I touched everything. I feel comfortable. Everything is good. And yeah. So I wanted to just listen to you because you also are content creator to just see what you say. But I feel like. Yeah, that's something that I need to stick to because that's how I always have been. I was trying to deviate from that at some point. I was like, nah, I'm just going to try this. But for it's myself... Good to try new things. <laughs> yeah. You know what works and what doesn't work. Yeah. So the first time I ever contacted... I don't know how we got connected on Instagram, but I think through the guests I've been hosting, like I think Mr. Mosenguzi, who is a mutual friend, and then Chimera... Because I've had all of those on my podcast, interviewed them. And I think within the past path, we, we connected and I started following you on Instagram. And I remember when my, my podcast got nominated in Paul's Awards, I was reaching out to everybody. So I was messaging people, you know, those voting things, they stress you and you just, just go out and just try your luck. And I think that was my first time um, contacting you. And I remember you're like, oh, I'm glad to, to connect with you. And I understood your message where you'd say, I really don't know a lot about your podcast. I can't, which is good. Like I didn't even, I wasn't mad. Or like You told me, I don't really know about your content, but let me go through what you do. And then I can refer you to other people because I myself, I won't refer something I don't know about. Like, you know, like you have a whole people watching you in the back and they're like, oh, this person referred this and. It's not a good thing for the people, but I understood that. And that was the first time I encountered you and had a chat with you via Instagram. And um, I was trying to remember when the first time uh, I, I contacted you. Yeah, I, I think um, it's always important for me to not... Um, I don't, it's easy for content creators to kind of turn into billboards if you're not careful. Mm-hmm. And and which is, I mean, I feel like we're always like the other, you know, it's a completely different thing. It's your brand is also you. You're just your brand, you yourself. So before I even, because I'll receive messages, you know, maybe someone wants me to talk about something, you know, I have this thing or or like you requested, you know, you, you, you were nominated for something and would like people to vote for you. Before I make a recommendation like that, I just take it seriously that I need to first know what I'm recommending. Mm-hmm. I'm not just a billboard. I'm actually talking about something that I have consumed myself right. that I would genuinely tell someone that, okay, this is dope. Check this out. Or that yeah. I would, because I know that also me now I'll go and vote for it and say, okay, you guys check this out. This is worth looking into. So yeah, it's, it's, it's not an approach that I know many people understand, mm-hmm. but I, I, I stick by it because again, you, my, my brand is me and my brand. So <laughs> I, I do the same thing. Like I do the same thing. Like me living in the United States, there's a lot of people that reach out to me from Uganda. It's like, hey, I have a kids organization and we're trying to raise money, but I don't know anything about the organization. I know he's doing a good job and I would really love to help because that's what I've tried to help a lot of people. But there are also other people who are using that as a way of just getting their own money. So if you don't know anything about it, there's no way you're going to promote it or you're going to tell other people about something. 
So I usually ask yeah. them to tell me about what they do and maybe that will help me and to start with that and then we go from there. But I just can't promote something. Mm -hmm. I don't know. So I really understood that and I wanted to just mention it for the listeners to know too. And for my friends too, I tell like, hey, I don't really know much about that. But if you tell me, then I can help. So other people not to get mad about that. So I followed you, like I said, for a while. And there's a lot of people who have followed you because, and because of that, that's why I have I got you on my podcast. But most of us who have followed you, we don't know a lot of your background, or maybe you had mentioned it and we missed it. So when I host people on my podcast, I usually like to ask them about their background, especially family and siblings, and where they grew up. Okay. Um. Let's see. I am a firstborn. I have a sister and a brother. Um, our brother is like in a different generation, actually. My brother is a Gen Z, so he came much later. Um, yeah, I have, I'm fortunate to have my mom and dad around, although I don't live with them. I live by myself, which I have for a while, a couple of years now. Um, I went to, gosh, it feels like now those are so many things to mention. Let me just go with uni. I went to Uganda Christian University okay. and um, I did law for four years, I got a degree. I did my postgraduate, um, which is LDC here, but I did mine in Kenya, the Kenya School of Law. Okay. So did that. Um, and then I worked in government for a bit, um, for about four years, maybe four and a half. And then I left to do this, <laughs> to do what I'm doing now. So yeah, I think that's a, that's a decent that, breakdown yeah. of- uh, yeah, that, that, yeah, that gives that gives me a start of, actually, I, I'm gonna go ahead and mention like, I did a thing on my Instagram where I was letting my listeners to ask who know you to ask me questions about you that they want me to ask you. And I'm glad you mentioned the LDC because one of the questions, some, I don't remember the name. I'm sorry. I just copied their question and I put them in my notes. So if you, okay. you're the one who sent me this question, just know I asked it. Um, somebody asked me, is Fiona doing anything related to law? And did she go to LDC? So I'm glad you mentioned the law thing because I didn't know. I like they asked me, I don't know, but I'll ask. Because even following you, I just know you through this content thing. So like I didn't know like about the law and they asked me if you went to LDC. So that answers the question that like you went to Kenya. So that yes. makes me ask you a question. This was not all the fun, it's just from what I've listened. Like, so what why did you then switch from law? to do content like what made you want to switch the career um so for me law was never truly a passion um i'm a firstborn um our society well let me not maybe not now i think it's a lot less traditional now but at least at the time um it was you know for my parents my family it felt like the natural progression oh you love to read or you can go in that direction so i kind of just went with law like a, you know everyone was saying yeah that's where you should go so i went um, but it was never truly a passion. So I just kind of went in there, did that. And then um, I remember when I was working in government, uh, oh no, even before that, I knew that it wasn't truly what I loved, but I didn't know where I wanted to go. I had a general idea, but I didn't, like I knew, for, for example, that I wanted to do mass comm, but yeah. I didn't know what direction I wanted mass comm to take me in. So um, when I was working in government, I just felt very, stagnant and it's not to say that all government jobs are like that but at least the one I was doing I just didn't feel growth I felt like it was really going to just keep me in the same place for a very long time 
And that just wasn't in my plans. Uh, mm -hmm. So I gave myself a max of five years. I said, in five years, I have to be out. So I said to just kind of look around, you know, I tell people, try things. You're never going to know till you try. So I just said trying things. I, I had a blog on WordPress because um, I've always been interested in hair. So I just said writing, you know, things about hair and, you know, taking pictures on my phone. Oh, this hair and, you know, hair care tips, things yeah. like that. And yeah, just organically grew from there. Once I, I realized, oh, I want to do more helpful content. I think I need to start doing video. So then I got onto Instagram and then that led to YouTube. So it was just like a very natural progression. And I think when I hit the four-year mark or something like that at my job, um, I was sure that now I wanted to just, yeah, to really give it like a real shot because yeah. I had been just dipping my toe, but I wanted to immerse myself and see what I could really do. So, yeah, I, I mean, I I left and yeah. here we are a couple, a couple of years later. Do you, you ever have thoughts of going back to law or not? No. Okay. No. Yeah, people always ask me that. I think sometimes they get surprised how easily it is for how easy it is for me to say no. But I'm so certain. Like there's some things in life you're like, maybe, but this one is a no. Yeah. <laughs> like crazy. I know for sure. And uh one of the some of the things I usually ask people, like that's the question I asked you, because I relate to a lot of other people in Uganda. My friends, we grew up our parents wanting us to study these oh you to be successful you're going to have to be these big careers but we forget the part about doing something you love sometimes we do things because our parents forced us to do that because your parent wants you to you're going to be a doctor like the other family's son they're going to do this and then you do that because it's a force from your parents and you end up it's not something you like and i just had a this uh, conversation with a Kate Joy Winnie. I don't know if you know her, but she's a yeah, she's a yeah, model. She's a model, and um, she was mentioning about how she went and she's a professional teacher. But once she was teaching, and she was like, you know, this is and she loved it, and she says she loved it. But because of her the other demands, she went to be a model, and now she's a content creator too, and she loves it. And that's the kind of message I send out to friends and listeners and. Everybody listening to this, like sometimes you got to do what you love. And so my, for my story is kind of different because I loved aviation and it, that's the reason I left Uganda to come to America to study aviation and work with airplanes because I loved it and I wanted to do it. But I've worked in it for a while now that I'm like, I'm giving myself time. Like, you know, after five years, I want to leave it. Because I loved it, I wanted to do it, and now I've done it, and I wanted to try something else. But So I gave myself a period of time that I kept. So in time, I'm going to try to do something else. And I feel like I'm falling in love with podcasting and talking and doing that. So maybe I'll go down there, but I'll, I'll build that as time goes on to see how that works. I mean, I think the great thing is that there's no limits to what you can do. Um, I think we just limit ourselves. You're like, oh, because I'm a lawyer, that's all I am. But you can be a lawyer and a content creator and a farmer. And you, I mean, you could do so many things. Yeah. So I think it's mostly just giving yourself a shot, you know, mm -hmm. daring to to try, to at least try. Because you just, you just don't know. You don't give it a shot. You can't possibly know what, um, what, you, can, what you can actually do and do well. Because mm -hmm. a lot of people are doing like 
multiple things and doing them really well. Yeah. So yeah, I think it's just a little bit, it's a little bit scary and I don't blame anyone. It's scary to think about branching out, doing different things. It's a scary thing, but um, I, at least like in my 32 years of life, uh, one of the things I've realized is um, that good things rarely, good things are rarely easy. They're yeah. really easy. They're going to scare you a bit. They're going to challenge you. So you might as well just do it. Mm -hmm. I like I like yeah. it. And it's it's something that people have done it. Like you say, it's scary, but there's people who have done it. And for the record, all most of the people I've hosted on my podcast, they'll share their story and you can see. Like I had uh, Edwin Yeka two five six who does like videos on concerts. Mister Masenguzi who does videos. They tell you they went through university, but then I mean life took them a different way. But they still successful. They still did it. And uh, so yeah, it's it's possible. It might be challenging. And sometimes our parents too. They're like, go movie a video. like things like that. But it's yeah. it's funny. And I just want to anybody listening out there to know that it's possible. So there's some things going on in Uganda about like some people who had arguments. So I had I just added this question actually when I woke up, I was like, I'll ask her. So when you're growing up, were you a Chigenya Genya person or were you uh you, did you watch uh the shows? So there's this thing of I think Sheila Gashum band case. I follow Ugandan news some once in a while. I don't know if you've heard of that where they've had the argument and she mentioned like about, oh, you grew up watching Chigenya Genya, but I grew up watching Beyonce and Rihanna. What did you grow up watching when you were younger? Uh, um, well, okay, so her, obviously she's in a different generation. So yeah, that generation grew up watching Beyonce. Um, I can't yeah. lie to you that I watched Chigenya Genya, but I know what it is. Like yeah. It was there in the time. It's yeah. just that I wasn't watching it, but I mean, in the same line, I was watching That's Life Motu. I was watching Vivao. Wow. Like we were watching all of those yeah. all of those shows. So, I mean, I guess it just depends on your generation. It's yeah. true. They they were watching Beyonce. As we saw Beyonce later, <laughs> later on, maybe Destiny's Child at least that one. Yeah, we were seeing this before she became solo Beyonce. Yeah, uh, I I grew up watching Chigenyagen, and I really loved it. Like. Um, I'm 30. I just turned 30 last year in July. So mm -hmm. I watched that. But there was one show that we watched. I was young. I couldn't even understand English. So my dad had to translate to me every word they say. I think it was called Generations. It's really old. I think ah, it was like, South African one. Yeah. <laughs> so like, oh, I, was like, I was like, what did they say? They would be laughing. I'm like, what did they say? And then he had to tell me. But yeah, I yeah. thought of I thought of asking you that because I've seen a lot of people going around talking about that. Yeah, there's nothing wrong from parties. I'm not gonna get into that. I was I just thought of that and wanted to ask you a question like what you you want you like to watch when you're doing your introduction. You mentioned a few things you like to do, but I already had that as a question to ask you. And actually, I had some of mine that I picked out. I was like, oh, I think she likes to do this. But one of the Four things that you like to do, like your hobbies, I would name it like that. Number one is books. Mm -hmm. I love books. Um, books were most likely my first love, you know, outside of like maybe family and whatever. Yeah. But I've always loved books. I, I keep saying, I think I read all the books in our library when we, um, at Lohana, because that's where I went to primary school. I love books. It's, um, it's, a, it's a 
a habit that you can easily find yourself growing out of as you get older because life is so busy. Mm-hmm. So I'm extremely intentional about my books. I'll have a, a list for the year and everything. Last year, it's, it's weird saying last year because it's just two days ago, but in, 20, <laughs> in 2022, I read 13 books. You oh, know, wow. I had planned, you know, I'm going to have a book a month, a book a month, you know, and then an extra book. So when you plan, actually, it's not that hard. It's just that, you know, when life gets busy and you haven't planned for it, it will never happen. Like literally six months will pass and you haven't touched a book. Um, but I love books. Um, another thing, it's even hard to think about something outside books because I love books so much. But <laughs> I love movies as well. I, I, I'm a huge movie person. I, I, I live at the cinema. Yeah. I, uh, I don't. I was going to ask you on the books. Are you do? You... You read 12 books in 2022. What do you have any 13? What do you have yeah. any new books you want to read? You're going to read in 2023. Do you have any on the list you have and how many do you want to read? Okay, so I definitely I want to I I try I want to try and make it 14 um okay. for this year. I don't have my full list yet. I have about like maybe 3 or 4 so far. Mm-hmm. Um so I I have the first one of the year which I haven't started yet. Okay. But uh, it's um it's a book called Life I Swear, um but it's it's like a collection of stories from different from Black women across the world. It's a really interesting um concept. It's not like your regular just reading fiction maybe, but yeah, that's my first one of the year. And yeah, I'll just work. I'm going to work on the list because I have a couple of days off left. Okay. Just going to work on that so I can have fourteen books this okay. year. I hope. <laughs> I hope. Um, yeah, anyway, love movies. I, mm-hmm. I, I live at the cinema. I love my oldies as well. Um, I'm those people who have an external drive that's full of like friends and <laughs> Seinfeld and all that old stuff. There's those yeah. old sitcoms and a bunch of old movies. I love animation. So I have a collection of those as well. So I rewatch a lot of stuff as well. Have you already seen Avatar too? Are you not in uh-huh. Avatar? Have you seen the Avatar movie? Avatar 2? No. No. I haven't seen the movie yet. Did you I see don't know why I'm thinking I did. I did. Okay. I didn't think it was that amazing. So really? I'm skeptical about it. So the first, the first one was, two, two, it was in 2009. I actually watched it before yeah. I moved to the US. I, I just rewatched it the other day because I'm planning to go on C2 when I get time. Yeah. But what, what, what you were saying, you didn't like, you didn't think it was amazing. Well, right? I didn't think it was terrible. It's just, you know, usually when there's a, a great show that mm-hmm. a movie is based on, the expectation is extremely high because <laughs> right. it's based on such a good show. So sometimes you get there, you're like, ah, as someone who has watched, it's like when you've read books and then they turn them into a movie or a series, your expectations are just too high. It's possible that my expectations were too high. Yeah. I just thought it was okay, but I'm definitely going to watch the second one. Like, I, I wouldn't miss it. <laughs> I'm planning on it. First I'm planning on it, but somebody told me three hours and plus time, which I struggle oh with staying my, my, how do they call it? Like, like it's listening span or watching span is not beyond yeah. three hours. You'll lose me. But I think I'll watch it all the same. I mean, even, um, uh, oh my God, I'm just realizing we're talking about different avatars. Oh, really? You're talking about Avatar, Avatar. Okay. I thought you were talking about Avatar. The you know Legend of Korra, Last no. Airbender. You're talking about Avatar, the blue guys. Yeah, the blue guys. Oh, 
the blue yeah. guys. Oh yeah, I already watched the second one. Oh, you did? I already watched the second one. It was so good. I, I watched I watched the first one to prepare mm-hmm. for the second, mm-hmm. and it was awesome. The second one was really, really good. It is long at the okay. cinema here. They did a thing where we had a, a break in between. Oh, it was really? like a five, ten minute break. Yeah, so you could just like freshen up and then come back and finish oh, the movies. That is nice. Yeah. Yeah, I just rewatched the first one just to catch up because I watched it a long time ago, and uh, yeah. I still loved it. Yeah, no, it was fantastic. I absolutely loved it. It was so so good. Yeah, I was um, surprised when you said it wasn't good. I'm like, right? I'm really. I mean, you because I was when you said Avatar, my mind went straight to like Last Airbender, Legend yeah. of Korra, that Avatar. Um, but yeah, no, that Avatar of the Blue Guys is awesome. No, it's awesome. <laughs> um, okay. So Have you seen we, any of the Best Man Holiday movies? I don't know if you know. Yes, no? yes, yes, yes. Because they're quite old. I, I remember watching yeah. them when I was younger, but it's been so long. My memory is a bit off. Did, on, did on you know they, just, they made a series of those? Now, I didn't oh. know how I felt about that. I watch, I've watched it all. I still don't know how I think about it because I love them. I've watched yeah. them all. But yeah, they yeah. just made a series about about that, which I just yeah, finished. I saw I saw that there's a series. I don't know if it's really and if it's up my alley. Yeah. I may not watch. <laughs> yeah, I, saw, yeah, I saw that as well. Um so back to the things that I, I like. Yeah. Um I I really like travel. I haven't traveled much in my life, mm-hmm. but I when I have, I've really enjoyed it and I hope to see more places it's 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 really up there for me i want to i know just experience you know different places different people activities you know i'm i'm i wouldn't say i'm a big nature person like big like that but Mm -hmm. i really enjoy i I enjoy doses of the outdoors like i like to go on a nice hike you know just see somewhere new yeah i saw you just came back from a hike yeah, it was, I mean, it was wonderful, but also very challenging. Yeah. So some moments there you were regretting, but you're also glad that you did it. But then you're in pain after because you didn't train. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, but ultimately, I love, I love that experience. Just, uh, I feel like it's, for me, it's one of the best ways to experience a new place, to just really go in there and see, you know, go up the mountain, go to the river. I don't know, go someplace. Yeah, I, love, I, love, I like hikes. I love nature um i have some friends in colorado where they have a lot of mountains and people there like they do hikes like for a living they just go out there yeah. with their dogs and i went there and i tried one and i wasn't in shape for it and it wasn't really a big hike i was like you need to really prepare for this thing. yeah i like, need to really prepare but anyway me i don't love it on that level i, I can't sleep <laughs> in a tent absolutely really? not I to go and come back i will go and return you mentioned that <laughs> you mentioned that so i started doing those camping things where you stay in a tent you go outside and stay outside and i remember telling my aunt hey you need to come and visit us so we can go camping and stay outside it's like buddy my whole life i slept outside when we didn't have houses you can't tell me now i have my house that you're gonna make me sleep outside she said no yeah. doesn't like it yeah yeah anyway no no that's not for me um trying to think of what else i enjoy yeah sorry no i say Um, the fourth yes yes this is the fourth or the third okay either way um i also like uh what can what can i call it um 
I'm not an extrovert, but I do like to meet new people. Okay. Um, just maybe not in huge numbers. <laughs> but yeah, I like to meet new people. I like conversations that are, I don't know, just to, to talk about, to talk with people who have maybe different experiences yeah. or diverging views. I guess that's why even um, moderation is something I really enjoy because it's a place where you can really talk to people, find out how they think. So I, I love conversations. I love to meet new people. Yeah. That is good. That is good. And it's totally right. And I got to say, I was right on point because I made a list of your hobbies that I thought you love. I'm going to read them to you and give me max. I wrote traveling was number one. I wrote reading. Okay. I wrote talking. The only one you didn't mention that I wrote down was fashion, like dressing up, like uh, dressing okay. Because those those are oh. the those are the four that I was like, I think this yeah. some of them. And when I sent oh, ten you, out of ten, ten out of ten. <laughs> when I sent you the notes, I had to cut those out because I knew what I was gonna do with them, so I didn't send them. Yeah. To you. But oh, well done. Actually, that even means that my my page really represents my passions. <laughs> yes, it does. For real. Yeah. That's actually because um fashion is one of those things that I'm only just now starting to really understand. I, I was telling someone the other day that I have only really found my my style now in my 30s. I was kind of figuring it out, I think, all those years before, but now I actually enjoy it. You know, when you figure out what you like, you actually start to enjoy it. So now I enjoy it. It's why it's coming up more in my content yeah. because I'm really starting to like it. So yeah, you are. You are correct. Thank you. And who is who inspires your fashion? Like who is somebody like inspires you to like do fashion? Um, uh, I would say I, I don't know if it's just one person, but but one of the people that comes to mind is Sharon Mundia. She's a Kenyan content creator that I followed from back in my Nairobi days. Mm -hmm. I really I like her style. I think it's very similar to mine. It's just kind of laid back. Yeah. Because I'm not a very formal person. So okay. I, I like that sort of laid back but still put together. Yeah. I'm glad you brought back the, the Kenya. Uh, it's because you mentioned Kenya when you went for your law school. And I was I meant to ask you a question there that I, I let go. But how was your time in Kenya? And what well you went to Kenya for school, right? Yeah. How was your time there? Like how how did you like it? Oh, right? Way Nairobi. I was in, um, so we, school was in Karen. So we're in Karen for a year because we okay. go to like school, school class for a year. And then the other year is work. Um, it's what we call here clerkship, but over there they call it pupillage. So I, I love Nairobi. It's a very vibrant, crazy, loud city. Yeah. <laughs> but there is so much to love there. I think it instilled in me a, a very specific type of work ethic that I didn't have until I went there. Kenyans, uh, maybe let me say Nairobians specifically, are very hardworking people. Yeah. Um, they're very focused, very targeted. So I feel that's something I learned from there. It's actually why when people say, oh, you keep time. It's one of the things that I think I embraced more when I got there. They just move really fast. Like it felt like when I came back home, it felt like home was a bit slow yeah. because Nairobi is so quick. But I love it. It's a very alive city. I love um, the space for creatives that they have there. It's very vibrant, very different from here. I think that we are still on our way, which is good. Um, Kenya is really, really ahead when it comes to the creative industry, whether it's movies, um, online content creators, 
podcasting, everything. Um, I feel like they've created a much wider platform for that type of thing. And I think that's why so many international brands are not like really over there mm-hmm. and, and taking advantage of those spaces. That's pretty cool. And uh, it's, it's spot on because the reason why I asked you, Kenya is my second home. My mom is Kenyan. And oh. I grew up going to Nairobi all uh, to Kenya. She's from Eldoret and we went to Nairobi a few times. And when you say Kenyans are fast, like to doing things, chop chop and time, my mom is like that. We grew up when, when we go to Kenya, if the bus is leaving at eight, we're going to be at the bus station at 6 a.m. Like waiting for yeah. the bus. Yeah. And like, she, she grew up like that. But yeah, Kenya is really nice. I love it. And hopefully people who are listening, my dad. I, I'll take Kenya over. You can like I love it. I love the people there. They're really nice. But I mean Uganda is my home and that won't change. So the other thing was about your natural hair. And that's in your bio there, like in your Instagram bio, natural hair. And like I said, I don't know much about hair. But one question I gotta ask you, because I saw when you had your hair all like up and it was like, how long did it take you to grow that hair? Because it looked like a lot of natural hair in your head. Yeah, I'm. You know, every time people ask me this, I think I should have a more clear answer. But I kind of lost count. It's strange. I I think because also length is not a huge goal for me. It's yeah. just having healthy hair. But I know it's been around four, maybe four and a half, maybe five. I think yeah. four and a half years. I don't think okay. I've hit five yet. It's around there. Because <laughs> I try to just focus up on enjoying my hair and having healthy hair. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, usually when people count the years, it's very associated to length, mm-hmm. which is great, of course, but it's just not a focus for me. So I honestly lose I lose count. Yeah. And now that we talked about hair, actually, I had a question from one of the, the followers, the fans uh, asked the question, like, I love how she keeps her natural hair neat and I need some help and so some tips on how you keep your hair neat so will you answer that listener who wants to know how you keep your hair neat and the compliment that she loves your hair okay well thank you first of all um listener and honestly my it's always difficult for me to answer this question it's very broad you know usually people ask me how do I care for my hair how do I it's so broad that's why I actually ended up creating a channel because of receiving so many questions like that um, so please check out my YouTube channel, Fiona Kemi. It's heavily hair content. There's a couple of other things, but heavily it's, that's where I focus a lot of hair content. So it's, it, it's really not a question I can answer in, you know, just a couple of sentences or a paragraph. You need to just know your hair. So learn about your hair. What is your porosity? What does your hair need? When you figure out what your hair is like, then you can choose the right things and then create a routine that works for you. It's always okay. complicated at the beginning, but once you have a routine, it becomes super easy. I cannot even tell anyone that I suffer with hair. I don't. Because mm-hmm. when you figure out what you need to do, how often, it just becomes, it's like anything else in your yeah. life. You're literally just going according to your schedule. Yeah. So, yeah. Today's episode is sponsored by Dance of Gamers. Dance of Gamers is the leading distributor of video games and other consumer gadgets like the podcast microphone set, ring lights, headphones, and affordable smartwatches, and many other cool gadgets. For these and more, visit their website at www.danceofgamers.co. That is www.danceofgamers.co. So on, on your 
Instagram too, you posted about the Lead Summit 2022 that you attended. And it actually that caught my attention because of the caption you wrote there and you're writing a message with the dear 22 something message. I think it was yourself, but also the people that are reading that. And you went ahead to going to paraphrase because I didn't write everything that you wrote there, but you were saying, don't be like me. And you can meet and learn from the right people. You just like, or just keep your ear out. Like, you, there's a lot of information. There's a lot of people out there speaking good things. Just put your ear out. What was that summit about for you and for anybody who needs to know about that? Because I feel like that's a good place to go and learn and better yourself from listening. Yeah. So um, actually, I was writing it for like 20 somethings that are in my audience. I, I think that, at least for me, when I was at uni, I didn't really have, um, I didn't really keep my ear to the ground, you know, to find out what kind of programs are out there, you know, that I can uh, be part of that can expose me to, I don't know, new people or maybe even the fields that I'm interested in, that type of thing. And yet there are actually many spaces like that if you research and go out there and look for them. So you lead Africa is one of those spaces. It's a youth organization and their focus is on leadership and business. Mm -hmm. So everything, entrepreneurship, um, leadership, whether it's political or leadership in organizations, that, that kind of stuff there, um, the aim, one of the, the main driving forces there is to be able to create platforms for young people to get the kind of skills they need, to network with the right people um, in those fields so that they can grow their businesses or grow their leadership skills and so on. So, I mean, I found it, uh, or rather they kind of found me. Sorry, there's noise here. Um, <laughs> so they found, they kind of found me and I, I came in and, and started working with them and on, on a contract basis in communications. So, you know, I got to learn more about, you know, what does organization do and stuff. And I realized, gosh, there's so many young people who, um, especially people in their 20s, who are at uni, so many young people who could benefit from being part of a space like this, because first of all, you meet people you would never meet anywhere else. Mm -hmm. um, even for me, I mean, I've met, you know, people I would have never met anywhere else, whether it's ambassadors or talking to former presidents, you know. I mean, I had the privilege of interviewing Jakaya Kikwete, His Excellency, the former president of Tanzania. And I would have never done that anywhere else, you know. I didn't have, you know, a special degree or qualification, but they identify the talents of young people and really help you to thrive um, in your space. So, yeah, that was really just, it of, you know, go online and look for places where you can learn. They may not be places that are paying you or whatever, but if you can expose yourself to the right people, um, you can really do a lot. You know, it can expose you to so many things, things you didn't know that you would be interested in. So, yeah, that was really just my, that was my call, you know, like, guys, go out there and look for things. Don't just sit in school and, and study, study, study. You need to also go online. Now the internet has everything. Go online and figure out where are these places where young people, they're opening their doors to young people to come and learn and connect. And, you know, yeah, and if you have to invest in it, invest a little bit of money, invest a little bit of your savings <laughs> or yeah. something. Because um, even for this summit, it was, um, there were a few slots for full sponsorship. A lot of the young people who attended 
paid for themselves. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, it's not that there were super rich kids or anything, but guys put in some money and said, you know what, this makes sense. Let me see how to make it work. And for sure, I know they found something of value there, even just the people you meet, uh, even fellow young people who are doing something similar. I mean, that could be your next business partner. It could be, I don't know, it could be something. You just never know if you don't put yourself out there. So, Yeah. yeah. And you said something. That's that's literally what I was gonna add on when 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 you finished. I was gonna add on to the end, like just to say, if you can get money to go to Nyege Nyege, you can get money to go to a summit. So I'm just saying, and no, it's a good girl. So that brings me to the unpopular opinion. How did you guys get to start? I've watched a few episodes on there. Uh, you guys hosted one of my good friends, Emeka. Emeka is a childhood friend. Um, I, I grew up with him, and he's he's a good buddy of mine. And I've I loved your work. I was like, this is really amazing, like things like that. And when I started my podcast too, like I wanted to do something like for fun, but also it's it's a good space. I love to sit down and talk to people, but also like this conversation to benefit somebody else. So it's I enjoy it and I love it and and I'm sure that somebody else listen to it and benefit from that. But how was that for you with unpopular opinion? How did it get started and what was the goal for that? Um so the short version is uh my co-hosts and I Claire Nyonyozi and I have known each other for a bit. Um, Nyonyozi and I used to work together, so we've had a friendship for a couple of years now. And then we, she met Claire down the line, and then I got to meet her as well through Nyonyozi. So um, we had just sort of had conversations because all of us are content creators. So we'd had a couple of conversations of, you know, what can we do together? What kind of collaboration that can, can we do that's like solid and that we believe in? Just something dope that we can do, the three of us. And we just kind of back and forth to that idea. Then we put it on pause for a while. Claire um, had her baby. And then after she had her baby, we revisited the conversation. Actually, I wasn't there. Han, uh, Nyonyozi and Claire had the conversation. They're like, you know what, we should, they were having a conversation about something I can't remember. But then they were like, oh, well, wouldn't, it be, wouldn't it be great if there was an online space where people can talk about this type of stuff openly? And, and so, you know, that conversation eventually led to, okay, let's create a YouTube channel. So, um, so then they called me and they were like, sis, we want to do this, da, da, da. And I'm like, a hundred percent, I'm in. So we didn't, we honestly didn't do much planning. That's why we just kind of dived. We were like, okay, let's identify who can record, da, da, da we are recording on this day. So we just, we didn't know anything. I really encourage people to plan more. I can, I would not recommend doing it the way we did. We, but also crazy. on the other side, like some people just say start because that's all you need. You need to just get started because if yeah. you sit down and think about, oh, we don't have this, we don't have that. Yeah. When you start, then yeah. you figure out along the way. That's true. It's good to just start. Of course, if you keep fearing, you never will. But it's yeah. also good to just have some systems in place. We just figured out our systems on the way, you know, so it was kind of confusing at some points and a bit overwhelming. Um, yeah, but we we decided let's do it. We jumped in and yeah, it's 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 been a crazy, crazy ride. I feel like um, we have a lot to be thankful for. Obviously, we've grown such a, um, a great community, uh, a great platform that we want to do so much more with. Um, 2023 is so many things we want to do. We don't know how we are going to do them all, but we're planning. 
and um, yeah, that's that's really the short version. I think at the heart of things, we just uh, really want to have conversations that help people. Um, and helping doesn't necessarily mean. I think sometimes it seems like help means I come and I put money in your account. Yeah. No, it's sometimes <laughs> people just need to feel seen or heard or know that it's not just you. You know. Um, so yes, and hopefully we can just keep learning from each other. You know, host people who are different from us, you know, people who think differently. It's one of actually our greatest strengths that even as a, a team, we're very different. Um, our personalities couldn't be more different. We have, you know, while we share a lot of the same values, we're also very, very different. So it was important for us to be able to at least represent more than just one person, you know, at least see, see different people. So even our guests, we want them to be as diverse as possible. So yeah, that's that's the short version. Yeah, I think you answered everything I had underneath that. Uh, I know my subtitles that I'm gonna ask, hoping on that. But yeah, your answer answered everything on them. Do you guys have a a crew that does your camera set or run or some like behind yes. set? Okay. Yes, yes, we do. Um, we I think as of uh, mid November, I think. As of mid-November, we switched crews. So our current crew is the bad, is Bad Mama Jama. Okay. Um, they're a film production um, company that also now is expanding to do, you know, things like podcasts. Um, we are also extending ourselves into the podcast space, hopefully this year. So yeah, that's that's our team. They are amazing. They're absolutely fantastic. Uh, we had never really had that production aspect you know people who actually produce our show we were our own producers directors yeah. whatever yeah. <laughs> so we just had people filming us and then we we're doing everything else so it was wild that's uh, but now we actually have <laughs> yeah now we have, have people who are supporting us so it's extremely helpful i can't i can't even put a price on it it's changed the way we work so yeah they're amazing yeah, that's that's awesome and i gotta say the production is great and you guys show is really nice and you look at it and some of the people and like i mean this one i don't want people to hear i'm gonna just but like you show people the, the shows in america and they're like that's in uganda like what do you expect from uganda like that show is in uganda like what does that even mean like they, but that, i mean to a positive side that means like it's a really good show and people think about that there was one funny clip i watched on your instagram and i really loved you were dancing and you said you said you were a better dancer uh in your sunsa days does that mean you went so i don't know what sunsa means but this was my guess that you went to nabi sunsa girls yeah that's right yeah I did. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> i went to high school for six years actually oh nice so yeah I saw your video and you say, yeah, I was a bit of dancer during when, uh, my Sunsa days and that was funny. Like, yeah. It's always funny. It was but a good yeah, time. It was good time. Yeah, high schools were high schools were a good time, but you can't pay enough. You can't pay me enough to go back to high school in Uganda. Oh, I would never go back. No. Absolutely not. <laughs> no, no. I'm glad it ended. Yeah, me too. That's how I am. Like I'm glad it it ended and um, I'm going to think summarize some of these questions because we've kind of talked about most of them. Um, but the last question I'm going to ask you and then we'll switch to some of the questions that the, the followers ask. So you have a, a cross tattoo on the back here. And I think oh. it's one of the pictures. Yeah. On the back of your neck. And yeah. oh, 
what does that mean to you and why do you get that tattoo um so i remember for a long time just wanting to get a tattoo just for just you know when you're young you're like oh tattoos are cool whatever i'm gonna get one but people kept discouraging me so i was like fine i'll wait um because i didn't even know what i wanted to actually put on my body because it's a forever thing so it's like yeah it should be something that matters to you so when i eventually um i think it, when did i get this tattoo in my late 20s um when i i figured out that um it, it's a point where i was really figuring out what matters to me you know like my my top things you know the really really important things in my life and at the center of of just like whatever is is god um so my faith is really important to me i'm a christian and and um you know the cross is a you know it's a significant symbol of the sacrifice that the entire faith is based on so yeah when i finally figured out what that was i was like yeah i won't get a tattoo of that because that's something that's going to matter to me forever like there's no you know getting i don't know a band and then <laughs> down the line you don't even care about them anymore yeah <laughs> that type of thing so yeah it's just um it really it was just i was just uh an important um little reminder of something that's important to me i i wanted a tattoo and i needed it to be of something that matters to me so yeah and that's that's the whole reason why I even put this question here because that's what I guessed, and it's always good to guess, but also finding out the the truth because you can guess, and if you stick on just your guess, it could be wrong, and that's why I asked yeah. the questions because you ask the question and get answers. But that's what I thought like that what means to you because when you see a cross, obviously some of the things that comes to your head is Jesus Christ there on the cross, and I'm a Christian myself, and um, you were talking about. <laughs> getting a tattoo and people wow. discouraging you i grew up in a christian home my dad is a pastor and and for me i had a different perspective of tattoos like tattoo or, or, or like things like that like you even yeah like this not even discouraged but just a taboo like that it's not yeah that is that's like, bad don't do it. yeah don't do it but um, i remember there's a time in my workplace uh, when I used to work in government, there was like a random conversation about tattoos. I remember this lady, I'll never forget it. She said that a tattoo, she said tattoos are the gateway for the devil into your soul. I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, what are you even yeah. talking about? But that's the view of many people. I was like, okay, if that's what you think, that's what you think. Me, I know myself. I'm glad you mentioned that because when I was younger, I was in a youth group one of our churches and they brought this guest speaker i'll never forget that till i die he says so you see this apple thing the apple stuff the computers the watches you see that symbol they have the apple that's eaten off on the side that's the devil he has eaten some of that world and it's gonna eat everything so if you buy anything apple the devil is gonna be eating you <laughs> just <Rah. laughs> so much <laughs> there's a lot out there there's really a lot out there you need to decide who you are and go with that because yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's that's funny but yeah there's a lot of those teachings out there that are really funny but if you're not knowledgeable you get in, into that and believing those so anyway now it's bringing me to the questions that i asked the fans that i'm going to ask you and okay. this one person actually wrote a paragraph before even the question so i'm gonna read the whole paragraph that they wrote they said i understand you've chosen to wait for the right person or let's mm -hmm. say to abstain and you're open about it 
I've come across yeah. quite a number of girls that have made that decision too, but they get so challenged and end up giving up. So I believe it's something they would genuinely love to hear about. Mm-hmm. And one of the questions is, how do you handle the judgment from people when they find out about that specific decision you made for the reasons best known to yourself? Mm, okay, that's a great question. I um, I always like to first, like if it's, I don't know, just like, you know, the assumption that there, of course there are people who are listening in that I've never interacted with me or my content. Um, I always just like to say, first of all, that I, I mean, I am not, I haven't, um, wait how do I explain (laughs) I haven't abstained all my life Mm -hmm. right so you know I made my mistakes I lived another life and then I made my decisions that you know that I made now so abstinence is something that is in a big way it's related to my faith that's that's um, an important part of things I feel like the problem is that when we are growing up whether you grew up in the church or the mosque or you know any other traditional faith the problem is the way they teach about sex is don't have it period there is no explanation as to why you should not be having it and we are young people and we are curious and you know it's like you need to give me a reason like i need to understand why you're telling me don't have it not because it just says do not have it right right so i think that for me on my journey what became clear to me is that sex is not just a physical thing, it's also very spiritual. Um, the connecting with someone on that level is not just boom, bam, we're out. I mean, I know a lot of people say that, but honestly, I, I don't know. That's just right. my experience. <laughs> from talking to many people, um, I found that that just isn't it. So I think that in order for you to make that decision, you need to be deciding it because you have real reasons for it, not just because someone told you don't do it or because you read one verse in the Bible that said do not, right? Because the the Bible itself is such a broad um, teaching. uh, So to to limit it to one verse or whatever is a mistake. So go out there and explore what it means to you, you know? Um, Ask people, like talk to people. I, I feel like it was so shy, you know, we never used to talk about sex when we were younger, it was so taboo, it still is, so talk to people, ask them, you know, you had sex with this person and you broke up, how do you feel about that, is it different when you break up with someone that you've had sex with and someone you haven't, If you, like, go out there and actually ask people, talk to people, figure out what it is you're deciding to say no or yes to, right, mm-hmm. so my advice is to really just go out there and ask questions um yeah and and you don't necessarily even if you're not asking people although i encourage you to go online i mean even online people are talking a lot more Mm -hmm. openly about these things many people are talking about abstinence and celibacy and whatever and you know and their experiences hopefully can give you a better idea of why of your own uh, why so yeah, I, I think if you find out your why, it'll be a lot easier to do, a lot easier. Um, people make it seem like it's this thing you can't live without. That's not the truth. Right. When you have a why and you believe in it, that'll be that. So talk about it. I feel like the problem is just we don't talk about it enough. If we talked about it more, if, even if churches or whatever were explaining to young people why they shouldn't be having sex, 
Then they'd be thinking a little bit more about why, but when you just put it there, don't have it. It's so attractive. It's mm-hmm. so enticing, you know? Talk about it. If we talked about it more, I think it would be a lot, a lot less scary and abstinence would be less taboo. And I, I think there was a part of the question about how do I feel about people who judge me for it? Mm-hmm. The truth is when you have a reason and you know yourself, you don't, that's not something that bothers you at all. It's, I do not think about it. Um, I, I assume there are people who feel that way, but I couldn't be bothered to be honest. That's a yeah. good. That's a good answer, and I think I would no cap, not even adding to that. And I like the part where you you're making it personal to that person. Like, don't do it because yeah. I do it, but do it yeah. because you want to do it and know your why. And you could do it for a different reason than what another person is doing it for. But as long yeah. as you know your why. That's that's a good that's a good thing, and I'm sure if anybody out there is listening, they'll pick that up. The second question: What specific challenges have you have come your way, and are there are they mostly from yourself or from the public or people around you, maybe like friends and families? I think that's in in line with what we were talking about. Um, with career? No. I think yeah. it's just say what specific challenges have come your way. I think with mm-hmm. life or anything, I don't life know. Generally? Yeah. Okay. Um, well, that's quite broad. I think what comes to mind is career choices because obviously I made a very non-traditional uh, move in my life and made it permanently. So that was challenging. I, I feel like, um, of course, you think about, you know, how your family will feel and whatever. But because I got into a point in my life where I was sure, I think what, what helped me is uh, I, I, you have to get to a point in your life where you choose you. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think there's any other way I can put it. You have to be able to choose you. It doesn't mean that you don't love your people. It doesn't mean that you don't care. Like, you know, it, all those things are just imposter syndrome or something. Right. It doesn't mean any of that. It just means that you're choosing to do um, what makes you happy you're choosing to give yourself a shot. Um, you're really, ju- you're just choosing you, period. Um, so a lot a, a lot of challenges I've faced, I, I feel like that's how I've faced them. I faced them with trying to choose me. Um, and also uh, one thing that I've continuously, you know, I continuously learn is talking to people. If you don't know something, talk to someone. How can I learn X and Y and Z? You want to create content, how do you, you want to learn how to edit videos? Are you actually going there out there and researching and finding maybe a course or even if it's not a course, I just learned on YouTube, my basic editing skills. So learn things, you know, be able to ask people who are more experienced so that you can figure out stuff, whether it's money or relationships or literally anything you need to ask people. It, it really just helps open your mind to so many different things um, because learning is forever. So keep on, I think, be a learner, continue wanting to educate yourself. I think that's why even reading is such an important part of my life because yeah. I keep learning, even if it's fiction, there's something I'm learning there. So yeah, yeah. And that, that reminds me of something we talked about earlier when we talked about the U Lead Summit about connections. And I've mentioned this on the podcast, like connections are very important in life. And you mentioned yeah. that too. And that could be one way. And you said, like, when the connection you make, it might be a business partner along the road. And 
when you don't put yourself in the position to get those connections, you're not going to get them. Like if you just yeah. uh, keep yourself at home or hidden or not putting yourself out there, I'm not going to find you and you're going to miss mm -hmm. out on that. So the last question on that is like, yeah, I think this is in connection with what we talked about earlier, but I will still ask it. Also, the girls that have chosen the same path, what would you say to them to have them encourage and stand their ground to continue their on their decision that they made to wait? Um, that's an interesting question. I'm not even sure how to answer it because I think that I'll just be repeating. So honestly, right. just find out what your why is. When you have a reason that you truly believe in, mm -hmm. you're not going to be shaken. It's just... Yeah. That's my experience, at least. Yeah. <laughs> when you know your why, you're going to stick with it. Exactly. So, yeah, we've come to the end of this podcast, but usually I have three questions that I ask while I'm closing the podcast. And these questions, uh, one of them is, what has been your life lesson that you've learned till now? Mm, okay. There are a couple. So I'm trying to think of just one. Um, I think it's something anyway I've said throughout even our conversation, um, the value of people. Uh, don't underestimate the people that you meet, uh, even if it's literally people on the street. There's so much you can learn from them. They're, there's always something. Um, so don't underestimate the value of people and networks. And um, even when we're talking about timekeeping, value people's time because then they'll be able to value yours as well. So mind how you treat people. It's, it's really, really important because they, in the grand scheme of things somewhere, they, they matter. They matter in your, in your, I don't know, in your life yeah. thing, in your life. <laughs> yeah. That's a good one. Um, the other one is what gets you excited about life? Oh, what gets me excited? Gosh, um, for sure, content creation. <laughs> yeah. I, I love to create. It's something that very much excites me. I I, I hope to be a full time content creator one day. Right now, I have my, I am doing so many things, but yeah, creating content is something that I I very much find exciting. The concept of travel, because again, I haven't traveled that much, but travel very much excites me, um, and. Um, and also people, again, I, I, I really do. I have some fantastic people around me. They make my life amazing, actually. I, I am truly blessed to be surrounded by some amazing, amazing people. So, yeah, they, they really, they add some something in there. I like to ask people that question. And always, when I think about it in back of my head, I was like, oh, yeah, that excites me too. But I would say my podcast excites me. So, like, the thought of having to talk to somebody new, like, and I love it because once I talk to somebody, I feel like, oh yeah, it's it helps me. It's like I call this a therapy and, and I love it. Um I was gonna yeah, we were talking about content creation and this reminded me of one of the things I was gonna talk about. I wasn't gonna talk about, but I saw on your story. When you were trying to take pictures by like of yourself, like you know, the struggle, you you post like the struggle of taking pictures. It reminded me of myself because sometimes I do think myself like setting the cameras. And I've literally been in that position where I'm trying to take a picture of myself and then you have to set the cameras and run then before the timer goes off. <laughs> it's, it's a lot crazy. of fun. It's, it comes with a lot of fun. Yeah, so my it's final, as luxurious as people yeah, think. Yeah. My final question I'll ask people is, who would you like to see oh. on my podcast next? And you will help me connect me to that person and they'll be my next 
guest on the podcast. And that's how you ended up here too. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> gosh, who would I like for you to interview? Um, there is a fantastic um, lady. Gosh, I don't know if I'll be able to connect you guys, but maybe she's called Esther Kalenzi. She runs uh, 4040, which is a foundation that cares for children in need. She is a truly phenomenal woman. I'm constantly inspired by her work. Um, she's built an amazing organization that, um, you know, when you're seeing work that's tangible, they have cared for so many children and, and really just, uh, they've been of service. I think being of service is such an important thing in this life. And um, I'm just constantly amazed at the things that her and her team are doing in that field. So, I, I mean, I hope that I, I, I think that I can connect you. She's a really wonderful person. Um, she's an OG as well. She was in Navisunsa, so we were in school together for a while. But um, yeah, that's, that's someone that I feel anybody would, would uh, enjoy speaking to and learn a lot from. That's amazing. And uh, hopefully you can. And um, yeah, uh, the final thing, do you mind if I take a picture of this screen? Because I usually like to share it on my social media. And if you don't mind, I would like to do that. Okay, cool. Um, it's not the most glamorous looking. Oh, I, need, I think we need to take it quickly. My, phone, my thing is about okay. to Let me grab my phone out from here because I was using it to record. Just a second. Okay, okay cool. Yeah, I got it. Thank you very much. Um, so thank you for being on my podcast. I really enjoyed talking to you and I'm glad we could make this happen. I had a, a good time talking to you. So I can't wait for the listeners to hear. Same here. Thank you so much for having me. All right. See you and happy bye. new year. Bye-bye. Bye. Hey there. Uh, this is Bonnie Kibuka, the host of the Ugandan Boy Talk Show. Thanks for watching and listening to my podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure you share it with a friend and recommend somebody to this podcast. Don't forget to leave a feedback on this podcast because that's how we grow. And also don't forget to share, like, subscribe, and comment. Join us on our social media platforms on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. So we'd love to hear from you. Thank you very much and be blessed.